great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. A lot to get to this morning. What a hypocrite. What a hypocrite. The migrant issue and how Mayor Lightfoot of Chicago is doing the Lightfoot shuttle. Shuffle, I should say. She's doing the Lightfoot shuffle. Sending migrants sent to Chicago off to a Republican suburb. A Democrat in the race for New York governor, a conservative Democrat, but nonetheless has endorsed Lee Zeldin in the race for governor. An armed robber in the Bronx fatally shocked by the third rail as he failed fell between subway cars fleeing police. And let's face it, we never pay attention to the C word, cancer, unless we get cancer or someone we care about goes through radiation and the entire process and may die from cancer. A major research foundation is in our area. And coming up in the Chronicles of Dominic Carter at 45 minutes past the hour, I'm looking forward to chatting with Dr. Young Lee, who's the president and CEO of the Damon Runyon Cancer Research Foundation. For the first time since COVID, they are returning to a major 5K fundraiser, which is coming up September 29th. At Yankee Stadium, where those attending, and it's open to the public, can run on the field or anywhere in the stadium. And so let's let's start with the issue uh, that I mentioned, the mayor of Chicago, and then I'm going to uh, back into how it impacts in New York, because you knew this was coming, what I'm about to tell you. So in other words, the city of New York is bending over backwards to provide shelter for migrants. And guess what happened Monday? They did not have enough beds, did not have enough beds for about 50 homeless men. In other words, they were out of luck, those uh, homeless men. Out of luck. No place to sleep within the system failed them to failed them by failing to find them a place to stay. Now, yes, New York is a uh, court ordered right to shelter rule. And so what, what about these guys? So the system is bursting with the migrants that are here. And yet, you know, it's still happening. But let's start, and by the way, folks, we're taking your telephone calls as always, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. So Mayor Lightfoot of uh, Chicago has accused Governor Abbott of Texas of being, quote, without any shame or humanity for busing the, the immigrants, the migrants, which she has insisted is a racist policy. What a hypocrite. Now it turns out dozens of migrants that recently arrived in the Windy City by bus were secretly sent to a wealthy Republican (laughs) suburb. You can't make this up. 
So she blasts Governor Abbott for doing what's necessary. And then it comes to her backyard, and she says no and quietly ships them off to a wealthy Republican suburb. So it was Mayor Lightfoot of Chicago that was um, declaring that Chicago was welcoming the migrants. At least 64 have been forwarded without warning to a Hampton Inn in Burr Ridge, Illinois. The mayor of Burr Ridge was not contacted, the village's uh, Republican mayor, and Mayor Lightfoot just passed the buck, if you will, criticized Governor Abbott, and, and it's, ju- it's just amazing to me. Let's take party labels away from this for just, just one second, if it's possible. So it's okay when it's Abbott's problem dealing with the the migrants coming across the the border, but when he ships them to Democratic areas throughout the country, then it's a major problem. Then it's a major problem. And in Chicago, Mayor Lightfoot says quietly, no, we're not going to take them here. We're going to ship them to a... Republican suburb. It, it's it's just it's just it's just crazy, folks. And now, and you knew this was coming. You knew this was coming. Now, New York City does not have enough beds for American homeless people because they're bending over backwards for the migrants. I, I don't understand the logic. What penny wise pound foolish is the same. But let's go to the telephone calls. Uh, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Mary Beth on Long Island. Good morning. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. First of all, I want to congratulate you on your beautiful daughter. I loved that interview last night. Well, thank you. And you and your wife must be so proud of her, and she must be so proud of your grandchildren. I can't wait to read her book. Well, that's very kind and very nice of you to say, Mary Beth. Thank you. Thank you. You're very, you're very welcome. Um, I'm aghast at the report that you just gave. Um This is unbelievable, Dominic. What kind of games are we playing with human life? How dare the mayor of Chicago act and say what she did? She's a compassionate woman. She's a caring person. How dare New York take beds away from, as you said, Americans? Yes. When is this going to stop, and yes. how do we make sense of this and express in an appropriate way that this is beyond wrong? It is. It how? is, Mary Beth. What and, do we do? And what we do is that, what I always say, Mary Beth, we have got to hold officials accountable. How do you hold them accountable? I, I, I know vote. folks don't like to write vote. I know folks don't like to hear this, but send letters, send emails, and most mm-hmm. importantly, vote. You can't complain if you don't vote. And this is ridiculous. So we have American citizens that were told Monday night, sorry, with the uh, homeless system, the we don't have enough beds, but yet, the city is bending over backwards to house migrants, to hire MTA buses to drive them around once they arrive. And now Mayor Adams wants them, and Mary Beth, to immediately receive working papers so that they can work in the city. And so in other words, in other words, let me try this another way. So in other words, 
we collectively are going to reward them in every possible way for violating the law by coming here illegally. And I, I, I just, Mary Beth, we anyone that's been around this knows that it was going to happen with the city's uh, uh, shelter system. The commissioner uh, of, uh, of the agency is entitled to go on vacation, but he was on vacation recently. Mayor Adams is standing by him, and they don't have enough beds. And Monday night, Monday night, you had 50 American citizens, mostly men, I believe, that were told you're on your own. So, and thank you for the call, Mary Beth, and, and I will share with my daughter what you said. Uh, you are a sweetheart. Thank you uh, very much for the call. Let's go to uh, John now up in Boston. Good morning, John. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. John, is that me, Tom? Me, oh, Tom. Tom, it says John here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, Tom, okay. okay. Sorry, I, I can't speak that well. Okay. Uh, I don't be in Boston, but they're all Democrats. And we used to have the greatest basketball player in the world, Bill Russell. He said, Boston is the most racist town in America. And uh, all I have to say is the Democrat Party, I call them the demonic party. They are demonic. They will do anything to stay in power. That's, that's all I have to say, Dominic. Uh, thank well, you very much. Well, well, thank you. Thank you for the call, John. Uh, Tom, pardon. Um I, I all I can say in response to that, uh, I, I don't know historically uh, the situation in Boston, but all, all I know is Boston is a beautiful city and uh, I love coming there as uh, much as humanly possible, though I have to be honest, I have to be completely honest. I don't I don't uh, go out uh, into the ty- entire city. I mostly stay in in the seaport area, so it's the the tourist area, and I'm there, and and that's that. Hey, Matt, with the know- Qu- Quincy Market, uh, yes, hanging yes. out in Quincy Market, yes. So so you're familiar with Boston, absolutely. And what do you know of Boston? I, I've been there a couple of times, and I was like, I haven't been there in years, but I do remember Quincy Market. Okay, and okay. I liked it. It was a good, it's a great, it's a great town. Great seafood. Oh, absolutely. How about Kenneth? Is he a... Um, All a- I know, Dom, is that uh, we got a better baseball team than they do. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the blessing. The Sox. <laughs> Yankees and Sox. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Let's go to Al and Yonkers. Good morning, Al. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, Dominic, thank you uh, for taking my call. I wanted to say in regards to the migration problem in America, it it all stems from a lack of leadership on the top, from uh, President Biden, uh, Vice President Harris, and the Homeland Secretary. Uh, They failed miserably, and what's occurring is that it's trickling down to the municipalities, such as New York City and Chicago, And these municipalities and the mayors are being overwhelmed. We're talking about 2 million people coming over the border. I'm hopeful that in the midterms, that independence in this country and the silent majority will do what's right and vote these Democrats out of office. Well, you know what, Al? I I don't see anything wrong with that because right now the system is just not working. And and if Republicans don't do a good job, then they should be voted out of office and then go back to uh, Democrats. It really is as simple as what's in the best interest of the American people. And I'm talking about the issue, Al, about... Uh, the the homeless American men uh, in New York that were left out on Monday night, it was actually 60 homeless men that did not uh, obtain shelter. And that's because the system is so overburdened, the the homeless uh, system, and and you, 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 you have mayors and officials across the country that are trying to line up their next political job in terms of national office. And so they want to say, hey, we took the migrants in. But 
And and, and th- th- this is one of the reasons why I feel Donald Trump was a very good president for America. America first. Real simple. Real simple. Americans first. And then maybe, perhaps, deal with everybody else. But Americans first. Debbie in Connecticut. Good morning, Debbie. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dominic. Um, I was uh, listening to uh, Rita tonight, and I just understood that they seized Mike Lindell's phone. Yes, I don't, I, 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 I don't I don't know the details of it, but oh. I but I but I have I have heard the report and a, a, a lot of things, Debbie, are going on. That, that's the only thing that I can say. And, and I, I don't know whether or not it's legitimate. I, I don't know. But I, I believe it was the FBI that did so in this case. Is that what you have heard? Uh, yes. But uh, what my real uh, question to you was, what can we do um, to just. discuss our dismay about that i mean it's definitely a democratic thing dominic so i know it's nothing that he really did wrong but if you can't discuss it yet i understand right this is one debbie where i'm going to reserve judgment until tomorrow night because i simply thank you for the call debbie i i don't like to shoot from the hip until i've had a chance folks to um a chance to look at at an entire situation and focus and focus. And uh, one of the other issues that we are dealing with this morning is a fleeing mugger. And I'm sorry that the young man died, but, but when you live your life this way, these types of things happen. A fleeing mugger uh, died Tuesday at a Bronx subway station when he fell between the train cars and was electrocuted by the third rail. Police say the suspect was one of four boys trying to rob people aboard a number two train at about 5.30 a.m. Think about this, folks. They planned this out, and they figured the best time to catch people off guard was 5.30 a.m., believing that there would be less police. And so a passenger called the cops, and officers began uh, pursuing this crew near the 180th Street station before apprehending three of them. The fourth male kept running and was jumping between train cars when he became pinned under the train and somehow touched the third rail. He died at the scene. A uh, 46-year-old officer injured his knee while chasing uh, the suspects. And so it's just yet another harsh reminder of how bad it is riding the subway. And as it relates to the the stats, uh, subway crime is up 20% year to year, up 20% year to year, but down during the summer months from May to September. Let's go back to the telephone calls. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Our friend Hudson in the Bronx. Good morning, Hudson. What's on your mind? Dominic, I love you, brother. Um, I love the cops just like you love the cops. So we went to the Mets game tonight. It's my wife's birthday today. <laughs> Happy birthday to your wife. Thank you. What, Thank what, you very what, much. What, what's her first name? I won't ask for her last name. What's her first name? Um, I, I, I can't say okay. that. <laughs> okay. Well, just, just, to, just tell her we said happy birthday. I will, man. Thank okay. you. So, so I love the cops. She loved the cops. We have cops in our family and everything. So we're going down there. We got the diamond train. They brought the seven train back, the diamond. Everyone from New York City knows that, which is great. You can get, like, the express right to Willis Point. So we're going down there. I love the cops, Don. And we're sitting there, and there's a guy down there, and he is literally swinging a weapon around, swinging a weapon around, going nuts. And I see two cops, and I'm looking at them, and they just look at him, and they turn around, and they walk away. And then... I go up to two other cops because I'm not worried about me. Not that I'm a big guy, but whatever. I don't worry about me. 
And I go around, and I see two other cops. I said, hey, there's a guy over there that's going to hurt somebody. And I go up to two other cops. And I said, are you guys going to do something about this? And they didn't do anything about it, Don. And I love the cops, and you love the cops. What is going on right now? This is not normal. Something well, needs to stop. I have no idea what's going on, Don. I'm hey, sorry. Hey, hey, Hudson, it's real simple. Would 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 you put your neck on the line if you're going to arrest somebody and they'll be out within a matter of hours? Would you put your neck would you put your neck on the line if they may turn around and sue you and the politicians don't have your back? Oh God, I hate that you're right all the time, Dom. Jesus Christ. Well, but, no, no, I'm not. I'm not right all the time. I I wish Hudson. Uh, I wish. I really wish that I was. And I'm I'm I I'm sorry that that you had to go through this experience. Uh, and going to the Mets game to celebrate and honor your wife's uh, birthday. I do hope that you had a good time at the ballpark. Uh, but, but yes, the, 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 this is horrible, and it's it's the world that we live in. And, folks, this is why, this is why, Hudson, this is why I, I praise Rudy Giuliani all the time. Because under Giuliani, um, that that wouldn't happen where where the officers two things one Giuliani had their back unconditionally the police and the second thing is that Hudson it was a different political climate but 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 this is the world that we live in now a, a world where and I thank you for the call Hudson it's always great to chat with you my friend. Uh, the love goes right back at you. And please uh, tell your wife happy birthday on behalf of us here at WABC. Thank you for the call. The world we live in now is one where migrants just flood into America. Within days, they find themselves in New York City. They're given housing, food money, shelter, and we have people, we have Americans that cannot get the same thing, cannot achieve the same goals. Something is terribly wrong with our politics, folks. Dominic Carter here with you on Talk Radio 77 WABC. I mentioned uh, the race for governor, the race for governor in New York. And I I just have a funny feeling that Governor uh, Hoku better be very, very, very careful in terms of a Queens uh, councilman. He He's a conservative, but... But he endorsed Lee Zeldin. He endorsed Lee Zeldin. Bob Holden, Queens Councilman, endorsed Lee Zeldin, not his party's nominee. And here is what he had to say. I've been around in New York for 70 years. I've never seen anything close to this. I've lived through the worst times in New York. It was never this bad. That's why we need someone. Again, someone that will lead us. And if, you, if you're going to vote for, for Governor Hochul, Look around. This is what you're going to get, and worse. It's only going to get worse. So we, we, we're really counting on the, our next speaker, again, the next governor, Lee Zeldin. And polls have shown that that race is tightening in the governor's race. Zeldin is uh, within, within uh, a few points, uh, based on some polling, based on some polling, of Governor Hoku, the election coming up in November. We are taking your telephone calls. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Vinny on Long Island. Good morning, Vinny. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic, how are you? I'm well, Vinny. Go ahead. Go right ahead, please. Yeah, no, so I just, you know, I jumped in the car. I heard you talking a little bit about immigration and uh, the situation where people are coming across the border and taking advantage of this, you know, skipping the line, kind of uh, getting in. And, and it's, it, it, it harkens back to my family's story where my parents came from Italy and came in legally and, you know, and worked, worked their way through the system, learned, learned the English language, you know, gave opportunities to, to, to me. And now I, in turn, have given 
opportunities to my children. And it just, you got to do it the right way. And, and we're, we're, we're not, we're not doing it the right way right now. And Agreed. we need to, yeah, we need, we need to, we need to close that border. We need to seal it and, and have legal immigration. We need immigrants and we need to know who you are, where you're coming from and what you're bringing to the table. And it's not racist to say that, it shouldn't be racist to say that, but unfortunately, in the climate that we're in right now, you say something like that, you're considered a racist, and that's just, that's just not right. Agreed, agreed, it, agreed, yeah. Vinny, and uh, almost everything that former President Trump did at the border, I completely support, because it has to stop. It, it, it has to stop. Uh, Americans are going under. I, I'm not even dealing with this morning the celebration that was held uh, at the at the White House regarding the economy. For right now, I'm not even dealing with that nonsense in terms of why you would do something like that and how bad it looks on a day when when most of us uh, with our stocks of 401k lost at least 10 percent, and you're telling us that everything is great. Vinny, I really appreciate your call. Thank you very much for the call. Dominic Carter here with you folks. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Leonardo in New Jersey. Good morning. What's on your mind? Dominic, I was listening to your show last night. I called in, but, you know, uh, I'm just calling back because uh, I wanted to honor your family, you, your wonderful daughter. Um, I... Your honesty about your own family upbringing, it was it, it really moved me. And you have done such a great job, and you have a family, a big family, growing with your grandchildren. And uh, I, I was just very moved, and I realized, you know, I'm a child of the privilege of how hard my immigrant uh, family background, uh, you know, uh, um that, you know, it, it seemed like I had a lot in common with your daughter. You paved the way for her. So I have nothing but uh, great esteem. And uh, I, I just, you know, wanted a call today because I couldn't get through yesterday. I, I wanted to say one more thing about uh, the phone call from Donald Trump. It really should show people that are listening to your show uh, that, He's been demonized in so many ways, but what a very compassionate person he goes out of his way. He's a people person, and that's one of the reasons I love him, too. Well, you know what, Leonardo? Love you for the comment, man, and thank you very much. And the reason why I asked my daughter to tell that story about uh, President Trump calling her, because is, does it sound like that's something that a racist would do? You're calling an an African American uh, freshman uh, uh, up at Syracuse University to wish her well in school, and you're not doing it for political gain. It's being done privately. You're wishing her well in school, and you're having a private conversation with her. And so that's why that's why I say, folks, you you just can't believe the hype sometimes about. I mean, honestly, folks. Do you think I would be around Trump privately if I thought the man was a racist? Do do you think I would I would do that? I mean, it's and, and like I've said before, um as quiet as it's kept, all the rappers loved Trump. I'm talking about the top dogs. They often rapped about him. But then all of a sudden, someone declared Trump is a racist. And then that was the line. Folks, I've got to take a break. And I'm looking forward to a phone call. We see all of your calls from Asbury Park, Los Angeles, Queens, Forest Hills, Kentucky, Yonkers. We're going to try and get to them all. I'm, I'm looking forward to a conversation. The cancer word. Uh, she'll be joining us uh, in, in the program during the uh, Chronicles of Dominic Carter segment Dr. Young Lee, the president and CEO of the Damon Runyon Cancer Research Foundation. They are holding a big fundraiser. Uh, it's a 5K walk, uh, September 29th at Yankee Stadium. And it just seems to me, folks, that we never pay attention to cancer until 
uh, it develops in our bodies or we lose someone or we watch a, a loved one going through the agony, agonizing process of uh, chemotherapy. And so I'm going to talk to uh, the CEO at about 1245. But right now I want to say to you, our loyal listeners, you ask for it and you got it. This Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, the Staten Island Ferry Hawks and 77 WABC are recognizing you, the fans and loyal listeners with 77 WABC weekend. Friday night's uh, Ferry Hawks game versus the Long Island Ducks is a free T-shirt Friday. Then on Saturday, kids get to run the bases and following the game is a fireworks show. And on Sunday, get team autographs and kids can run the bases following the game. Go to WABCRadio.com slash Ferryhawks and get a family four-pack of tickets to either the Friday's game or Saturday or Sunday's uh, Ferryhawks game. Go to 77WABCRadio.com. Radio.com slash Ferryhawks right now and come celebrate 77 WABC weekend with the Staten Island Ferryhawks and 77 WABC this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back taking your telephone calls. We're dealing with the issues of, on Monday night, 60 homeless men in New York City were told, you have to go somewhere else, not enough shelter beds. This as the city lays out the red carpet for migrants. We are dealing with the hypocrite in Chicago, Mayor Lightfoot, sending the migrants that are sent to her city off to a Republican uh, suburb. We are dealing with this morning an armed mugger in the Bronx, fatally shot by the third, shock that is, by the third rail as he fell between subway cars, fleeing cops. I'm sorry the young man lost his life, but when you're out at 530 in the the a.m. trying to rob people, sometimes bad things happen. And I'm rushing here because I'm trying to get to your telephone calls. And so let's do exactly that. Let's go to Mark in Kentucky. Good morning, Mark. What's on your mind, friend? Let me tell you something. Your daughter was absolutely adorable last night. Oh, well, that's very kind of you to say, Mark. Thank you. My my wife is buying the book. Oh, well, that's nice. Thank you. It's done. And, you know, I used to be an auctioneer. I can't do anymore because my voice had a stroke. And I sound wife when I talk to you. And I I so pleasantly before my stroke, you can understand me. Mark, 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 I understand you now. Go ahead. And this will be the last time I call you because you're so great and you, you, you let me talk. And that was really appreciated. And as far as this, I'm going to see my mother and she's dying of cancer. I'm sorry. And we're going to go see her on the Friday. I'm 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 really I'm really I'm really 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 sorry, Mark. Um, but I don't want this to be the last time that that you call us. And um, they say that sometimes it's um the experts that it's good to get the tears out. And um, I know how you feel right about now because I'm I'm not at my best right now. Um, but the reason why I'm doing this segment coming up in about five minutes, right? It's kind of a dry topic, but I'm looking forward to the CEO calling in because cancer is something that impacts all of us in one way or or another. And so I, I want to hear what she has to say, Dr. Lee, who is the president and CEO of the Damon Runyon Cancer Research Foundation. 
uh, in in New York City. But Mark, my my heart is with you, my friend, and uh, I want you to call. Uh, you, you know, please don't stop calling. I I enjoy taking your calls, and I can understand every word uh, that you say. And I have even more uh, admit, uh, uh, more respect for you, and I admire you more, especially given the fact that you've had a stroke. And so you're you're finding a way out of no way, and um, that's been my life. And so, Mark, I I appreciate you, man. Love's going out at you this morning. Thank you uh, for the call. Let's go to our friend David in Los Angeles. Good morning, David. What's on your mind? Thank you, Dominic. And by the way, when you're done with me, can you just put me back on hold so I could hear your response to me? Because sometimes you cut me off and I don't get to hear it. Okay. Sadly. Thank you. Um, so they say as goes California, goes the rest of the country. So when you're talking about the immigration problems with people coming over the border and getting the housing over Americans and getting job papers, well, we've already been through this, and I've studied it extensively. Now, you know that there's the mafia in New Jersey, and there's the godfather with Marlon Brando. Well, there's also a mafia of Mexico, and people don't realize politicians are puppets. And, for example, here we have mafia members that run for office, and they get in office, and before you know it, they're making influence. So let me just ask you and everybody listening. First, you allow the people from Mexico to come in over the border illegally. Then you give them free housing. Then you say, well, you can work here for free and you can get work papers. Who do you think is running this country? It's no accident. It's not negligence. And it's no mistake. The puppets have been taken over and we've been taken over by other countries. And just look for this to continue. Um, there, I said it. What, do, you have, do you have any follow-up for me? I've studied this extensively here in California. Well, David, I, I appreciate the call. And um, all I can really say is that uh, it's a bit odd at what's going on um, throughout the country. And, and it plays into this theme of you don't have to obey the rules. You you don't have to you don't have to and thank you for the call, David. You don't have to um, go by the system. You don't have to get in line anymore. You know, sort of sort of right along with the progressive politics. Um, we say it's okay, so you can go ahead and do this. Oh, but wait, you're going to give me all these things? Don't worry about it. Taxpayers going to pay for it. Don't worry about it. In the meantime. You and I are completely going under financially. Let's go to Jennifer in Boston. Good morning, Jennifer. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. Can you hear me okay? Yes, yes. Go ahead, please. Yep. Um, First of all, I just wanted to ditto on what the gentleman said about you and Courtney. It was a delight to hear you both together. Thank Um, you. I was I was just tickled for both of you, and, and it, she sounds like a lovely person. And I saw her picture, and she is quite lovely indeed. So um, in any event, um, in regarding the man that just called, I do hope he'll continue to call and um, bless his mom. And um, you are very good to every one of us, so thank you for that. Um, regarding the – I don't call them migrants. I call them what they legally are. They're illegal immigrants. Um, they have entered our, our country illegally, and um, they are getting, as you said, the red carpet treatment. And um, when you look at what happened under Obama, do you remember the Veterans Administration crisis? We yes. had veterans dying in uh, waiting rooms and in parking lots of Veterans Administration's hospitals. We had um, – Veterans being lied to about the availability of appointments and being pushed back and pushed back. God knows how many veterans that we lost that had given so much, so selflessly to this country under that administration. I used to watch the hearings, Dominic. They were utterly heartbreaking, um, the congressional hearings, into what happened with that. Um, And if we – do you remember when uh, an illegal immigrant would get a a, – and this is during the same administration – the Obama administration, um, they would um, the same people that let that happen under Obama during the next administration. If someone got a hangnail at the border when they were, uh, you know, in one of the facilities, there'd be a Democratic congressional 
delegation that was headed to the border to investigate. It, you know, everyone was up in arms. If someone died of the flu and care, anything. But when these, when these veterans were dying left and right, and don't forget what AFC said, uh, uh, most of these people crossing the border are better, better Americans than most Americans. And that quote rings true to me. This is the last thing I'll say. We had a, a 25-year-old Marine Corps member just uh, took his own life here in my hometown. And I go by his grave most days, and there's a Marine Corps flag that drapes over it. And I, I think, what did, it, what did he fight for? He had numerous combat tours, many, many medals. He was highly decorated. And I think, what, what was it all for? For what? We don't even have a country because you have to have a border, a controlled border, in order to have a country. And, you know, you look at what they've done with that border. It, it's, it's just a complete disgrace. And, and uh, you wonder why they're having a hard time recruiting uh, you know what I mean, for the Army, the Marine Corps, whatever, they're not meeting their recruitment goals, who's going to go fight for nothing? You know, so anyway, well, all we spend on them, all we spend on them. Five years ago, five years ago, it was over $200 billion. That was five years ago. Add to that alone the $5 million that have come in in the past 18 months. How much do you think we're spending now? I, I, hear, people. I, I hear you, you Jennifer. So. Thank you. I, I have to step in because uh, – my guest is standing by on the line, Dr. Young Lee. And I do want to say this, too, and I've got to take a break. I do want to say this. One of the things that I was stating to my wife the other day, because I don't understand the logic. And, folks, I'm way over my time allotment here. I don't understand the logic. We it, it, Here in America, we've had parents, mothers, that can't get baby formula, but at the border – it's stacked up in cases for migrants. Huh? H- how is that so? I- I've got to take a break. Got to take a break. When I come back, Dr. Lee is going to join us. And and this is an important interview. I want you folks to, to listen as she is about to join us because I want to ask her. She's the CEO of the Damon Runyon Cancer Research Foundation. They have an event coming up September 29th. Uh, at Yankee Stadium, a 5K run. And let's be honest, uh, cancer is not a subject that we enjoy talking about, but it is a necessity. So we're going to talk to Dr. Lee in just a moment after the commercial break, and then I'm going right back to your telephone calls. And coming up at the top of the hour, Frank Morano and the other side of Midnight. WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. All of us, within the sound of my voice, know someone that has cancer or has died of cancer. One of the organizations on the front line happens to be right in our area of New York City. The Damon Runyon Cancer Research Foundation which is celebrating 75 years. And with us is the president and CEO of the Runyon Cancer Research Foundation, Dr. Young Lee. Thank you for appearing. Thank you so much for having me join you. Of course, and, and, and we are glad that you are here. So you have a big event coming up the 29th of September at Yankee Stadium a walk or run, the concourses, if you will, the ramps, the stairs, enjoying victory laps around the field, and 100% of the donations you raise will support cancer research. We'll come back to that. This year marks your 75th anniversary. I want you to explain why the foundation was founded and what has it achieved in that time. The foundation was founded in 1946, and uh, it's so great to have the opportunity to talk with you on the radio because our founder was actually Walter Winchell, who was a huge radio personality at the time. His best friend, Damon Runyon, died of throat cancer, and when his friend Damon Runyon passed away, Walter Winchell created the foundation and asked the men and women of America to give their spare change to support cancer research. And that was how our organization began. 
So 75 years ago, we had these very generous contributions from the men and women of America to support young people that were focusing their attention on cancer research and trying to make cancer a more treatable disease. As you said, so many people have been touched by cancer, and so it's incredibly important that we continue to make progress in the way that we view this disease so that we can beat it. And that would be wonderful one day if it could happen. We are chatting with the president and CEO of the Runyon Cancer Research Foundation, Dr. Young Lee. I, I, I guess the, the next question would, 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 that would normally apply in this situation is why is funding physician scientists a, a focus for Damon Runyon? We think it's incredibly important to fund people that are doing research in the laboratory, but also physicians who are actually seeing patients in the clinic every day and understand the challenges that are faced by cancer patients themselves. And so physician scientists are the people that are specially trained both in medicine as well as in research so that they can take the observations that they see from their patients Uh, do the research in the lab and then take those discoveries from the lab and translate those into better treatments, earlier diagnosis, and hopefully prevention of cancer. So let's chat about your upcoming 5K event at Yankee Stadium, which has not been held in person since before the uh, pandemic. What makes this year 5K stand out from previous years? We are so excited to be able to return in person to Yankee Stadium. This year's event is taking place on a Thursday evening, and we are really, really looking forward to having our community there together uh, to be able to support cancer research. And obviously, Yankee Stadium is one of the most amazing places to be if you're going to be doing an event like this. Um, So we are just incredibly excited about having everyone in the stadium together, as you said, running those concourses, being down on the warning track, seeing yourself on the Jumbotron, and it's really going to be a fantastic event. And where does the money raised from the 5K go? Uh, How much money has this event raised for the foundation, for example, in previous years? So this event started in 2009, and over the years, we've attracted thousands of participants. And over that time, we've raised over $6 million to support cancer research. 100% of everything that's raised from this event goes to support young scientists that are conducting cancer research. So we, not a single penny goes to administrative costs. Every dollar raised goes to support cancer research. Well, Dr. Lee, I want to thank you for joining us. I wish I had more time, but I need to get back to the telephone calls. I I may decide to come out there September 29th to Yankee Stadium. I've been on many fields, but I've never been. Oh, I have been on the field of Yankee Stadium at a football game in which Mr. Steinbrenner was alive, and I got to ride in the elevator with him. It was a wonderful experience. But Dr. Lee, thank you for a very difficult discussion on cancer and good luck with your event coming up and the work that your scientists are doing uh, uh, as it relates to finding cures. I want to go right back to the telephone calls. Let's go to our friend Alyssa in Manhattan. Good morning, Alyssa. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Uh, first, I just wanted to say thank you for promoting um, and, and allowing that lady to speak. Um, every penny that goes for cancer research is going to help until we find a cure. So thank yes. you for that. Yes, thank um, you. I did want to speak about the migrant situation. The first thing I wanted to say was that Governor Lightfoot did those people a favor. Mayor Lightfoot. She, I'm sorry, Mayor Lightfoot, mm-hmm. that she um, sent to the Repub- wealthy Republican area. Yes. Because she decreased their chances of getting shot. Or having Good a point. crime committed Good exponentially. Point. So they were probably the safest people in that area that night. I also would like to suggest to Mayor Adams that he set up a 1-800 number. And the next time he has extras, let people let him put a call out over the media 
who are, you know, so supportive of these migrants and all the people that say they're supportive of them. Well, let them call up. I'm sure there are people with guest rooms with no guest or a child that's away at college or a, a sleeper sofa in the basement. And, you know, you want it, you think they should be helped? Well, we used to have a saying in my old neighborhood, put up or shut up. You want them to have help? By all means, you should help them by, you know, giving them an opportunity to help themselves by you setting them up and putting a roof over their head. Well, Alyssa, I, I like your saying. I think I, I, I think that uh, that we all have dealt with it. Put up or shut up. I thank you for the call. It is disgusting. It is disgusting that Monday night, 60 American males were not given shelter and we're bending over backwards for migrants. I'm now joined by my colleague, Frank Marano, the other side of Hello, midnight. Hello, Dominic. How Good are you, my friend? Good morning to you, sir. What do you have coming up? Uh, action-packed show. We're going to cover all the news of the day. We're going to manage to have some fun. Going to be joined by a, a fan favorite, a New York icon, the one and only Tony Danza is going to join me. Very much looking forward to that. Yeah, great guy. And uh, we've been uh, we've been doing these weekly debate segments where we give callers an opportunity to debate with one another in uh, you know issues that either I assign to them or uh, subjects that they choose themselves. So we're going to try that again in our uh, first hour and uh, have a few other tricks up my sleeve, some fun stories to tell, some UFO news. We're going to run the gamut. We've got a lot of stuff to get to. Sounds great. Another great show. I enjoy listening to you and O.B. Murray uh, last night, the Koch situation, uh, the congressman uh, being elected, Bob Turner. It was a great conversation. Thank you. Thanks a lot. I appreciate that. Thank you. Let's go to Tony in Florida. Good morning, Tony. You're talking to Frank and Dominic. Hi, Frank and Dominic. It's nice to hear you. Well, thank you. Go right ahead, please. I wanted to say I started thinking about cancer when I was 22 and they found precancerous cells. Mm-hmm. And then a few years later, I had two good friends die from cancer. Mm. And then after Sorry. that, another friend of mine was uh, diagnosed with cancer. And then when I was 30, my mom had lung cancer but beat it. But then she died late years later from pancreatic cancer. And then my sister just died a couple of years ago. She was only 57, and she died from lung cancer. Tony, and, uh, my, Tony I, I want you to do me a favor, please, because sure. what you are saying is something that we shouldn't just brush over. Can you please, you can continue this conversation with Frank. You can give him a call back or you can call me tomorrow on tomorrow's program in which we will put you to the front of the line and we will continue the conversation. It's just that I am completely out of time. Coming up right now, Frank Marano and the other side of Midnight.